up? You're listening to the last episode of You Good with Mike Brown with your host, Mike Brown, presented by myself and Loudspeakers Network. Thank you for listening to the podcast for all the longtime listeners. I really, really, truly, immensely appreciate it. Um, I, I see the numbers sometimes of the podcast go up per week or hover around the same amount. So those who are dedicated and listening, I really, really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm so uh, honored and humbled by, you know, uh, your respect and your fandom and that you just like what I do. So I really appreciate it. Um, this episode is not going to be a somber episode. It's not, it's not going to be one of those. It's going to be a very joyous episode. And (laughs) I think the most production I've done so far for an episode. And, um, I'm really excited about it. First of all, I hope your week was good. I hope it was amazing. I hope you had a week that was not even one for the record books. I know it's it's fall over here in America, in New York specifically, rain's starting to happen. Um, a lot of people are going through a lot of different changes. For uh, some people, school starting. Uh, for people who work uh, government educational jobs, work is kind of revving back up. Everything has just happened. It's like September is the 21st night of September, earth, wind, and fire. You know, you get the vibes. So um, hope all that is good and things have been good to you. Uh, for me, my week has been uh, interesting. It's been an interesting week. Uh, without getting into too much uh, specifics of it, I have gone through such a ride of emotions um, today and over the weekend and um because I can't talk about it you know I don't feel comfortable like talking about it on a podcast because it's it's just so so personal it's more of the reason why I know that I can't do this podcast anymore in the way that I want to do it um I would love to be just super honest and open and vulnerable but I just I can't I can't do it the way I want to do it you know not like not like this one's podcast you know, um, there was a time where I was going to do this podcast where I was going to have, I was going to like put some of my therapy sessions in and be like, look what the stuff that I'm working on. And then I thought about it and I was like, that is a level of access that nobody needs. <laughs> and I don't want to live on the internet. But um, but I thought it would be pretty interesting for people to hear just like an, an honest, vulnerable therapy session. But I also think that like these episodes that I do, they feel like a monologue therapy session, but I don't have a therapist to listen and to chime in with words of wisdom that kind of um, not a, a attack, and that's the wrong word, but just like kind of challenges some of my beliefs and ideas and just like, so, hey, why do you think this about this? Or why, why do you think that you respond in this way? Instead of me just like, then this is how I responded because I don't want to do that. And that's not for the Internet. Like there's so much. There's so much on this vast, vast worldwide web of whatever that I don't want to contribute something that's not something of value to me and that's not going to be productive and help build and I, I think like a positive contribution. So, um, you know, I think it's I think it's time to wrap it up. Um, one of the reasons is I don't want to do it anymore. And for all the things I've just said, um. You know, I, I've been doing it for like, I think two, two and a half years, maybe two years, definitely already hit a hundred episodes. Um, and I wasn't counting and probably I should have, cause I think if I counted, I would have like more like, damn, look how much I did. But 
I don't I don't want to do it anymore. I haven't really been taking it as seriously as I could take it with the production and whatnot. And that's just me being honest with myself. Um, and I think part of it was because of uh, monetary value on one side, um, which really not saying it doesn't matter because money matters. Like, let's let's throw that bullshit out the way. That myth is gone. Money matters. But it's monetary value. And I think that. I also have to take accountability. I wasn't really posting it and sharing it and getting crazy on social media like I could. I think I became more of a consumer of social media than an active participant of a distributor on social media of posting and whatnot. And as I realized that, you got to take stock and know when it's time to go, you know. Um, and also just like go-wise for things that I want to do and and where I fear or that fear what is that a Freudian slip? I said fear where I feel my career can go and what I want to do. I don't think that this podcast, uh, me continuing the podcast is going to really align with everything else that I'm trying to do. And not saying like, Oh, I can't do the podcast because it doesn't fit into what I'm trying to do. It's just like, I just won't have the time for it and I don't have the drive for it. And I just don't have it. Like this is a, this started something as a passion project and it's a passion project that I've been holding up uh, for the most part by myself and I no longer have passion for it. Uh, so I think it's just best to like put this thing down uh, nicely when you're on top. You know what I mean? Uh, will I do another podcast? Maybe, maybe uh, right now I just want to focus on jumping on other people's podcasts, having a good time, cracking jokes and just being in a nice vibe. Like that's, that's where I feel I feel most at flow, which I'll get into later in this podcast, but um, I feel most at flow there, so I'm going to continue to do that like I did before I started the podcast. Um, and to all the other podcast hosts, to people who are listening to this right now who have their, their own podcast, like, salute to you. It is a labor of love, maybe hate sometimes, just hard work, but like people who don't do a podcast or have to quote-unquote talk for a living and share ideas they won't understand what goes into it. Like the times where you do not want to record, but yet you still record because, you know, you have to come out with the podcast. You have to do it. So respect, salute, honor to all y'all. And um, I'm, I'm humbled to be a part of that legacy in the podcast world from uh, having this podcast to doing uh, even the Comedy Outliers podcast a while ago from even doing the... um. Miss Coco Love Chronicles back on a WBNB radio at Peru College. Like, you know, I've I've been doing this thing behind a microphone for a long time. So, uh, you know, I just want to salute myself and say that, hey, I've been doing this. And so I should know. Um, but I think that I'm done for like these kind of like monologue podcasts for right now on a sense of just like mental health. Because like if I was doing it about like video games or something like that, which I might go into. That's something that I, I still love playing. I could love talking about and I could have like so much fun with that. But with mental health, um, even though I do love talking about it, I don't really like talking about my own. And I think that I'm I'm realizing that like I've been so open about that and that might be a, a special quality of mine. But it's also something that I know if I don't put the right boundaries around, I'm going to start uh taking hits and unnecessarily holding myself back from certain things so I am just doing those boundaries and whatnot for that but um realistically I think with the podcast what I was trying to do was just like connect connect with people 
you know, just uh, put this up like, hey, you got trauma, you survived, I got trauma, I survived. Let's talk about surviving trauma. Let's talk about, um, you know, any any kind of like disorders that we have and let's just move on and show people or listeners that like, hey, we can talk about it. And not only that, you can overcome it or you can deal with it or you can continue to aspire to something greater. And I think I lost sight of that or I just wasn't connecting. And it felt like putting a square peg in a round hole, to be honest. So I'm just going to leave that alone for right now. Um, And here's another question for myself. I feel like I'm interviewing myself for you guys. I hope you appreciate that. Um, How do I feel about leaving? I feel I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I feel solid about it. Like there is there is a somber thing of like, oh, this is it. I'm not doing this anymore. There's there's no more Tuesday mornings or late Tuesdays where I'm recording or like over the weekend. There's no scheduling that. But like I've done some really, really good episodes. Um, I'm really proud of the work that I've done uh, for my for myself, like the, the solo episodes when COVID hit. And I started going solo and just like producing myself. I I learned a lot. Uh, I really worked on my own discipline. Um, even talking with my guy Jay Wesley, and we'll we'll get back to him later. But um, talking with him about just like doing a podcast and discipline, it really just showed me a lot about what real work looks like, can be, and the sacrifices that you need to make, get it done. And um, I. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with that. And I know there's more work to be done. So I was like, all right, I just got to get to work. I just got to fucking get to work. Um, but, and I also had a full, a few like filler episodes. Like they were good, but they weren't like great. But I still think they were better than some other stuff that was out. But anyway, anyway, I know it's time to move on. Um, and I feel like this is kind of like an encyclopedia of, uh, certain times of, my life and what I, where I was kind of going, what I was going through and where I was mentally and what I kind of wanted to do. And I think I, it, this podcast came out at a time where I think mental health, especially like talking about like as a, as a, you know, black person, African American, blood, you know, and I should say this too, as an African American, Jamaican, Cuban <laughs> person in America, like, ugh. I don't think that it was something that was like just so openly talked about. And it was something I would talk about all the time. Just like my own mental, like, Oh, I'm feeling sad because this is this, or don't you ever feel this? Like, and I, and I was always like that on social media before I had the podcast. So it was kind of like an easy thing to do. But I think that after the, the influx of all of these uh, mental health spaces, uh, specifically focused for us. I know for me, I started feeling a little imposter syndrome, like, Oh, well, have I not gone through enough? to be able to talk on this issue or maybe do I not have like the like billions of dollars behind me to push this podcast to where it needs to be and also realistically like was I putting in the work to get to to be deserving or feel deserving of those billion dollars of of like podcast money like you know what I mean so I think I think that's that's something I've, I've come to terms with and I'm accountable for but um you know I'm just happy that some of these podcast episodes have helped people you know, um, to get messages from people, you know, in person and online of just like, hey, these things that you've said on this podcast, I've thought this forever and I thought I was the only one feeling it. And the way you put it made so much sense to me. Thank you for that. Or, um, 
keep doing what you're doing. I listened to it for for whatever. Thank you. That meant the world to me because uh, I don't think everything that is worth something is financial. You know what I mean? Like there is like emotional weight. And sometimes when you just throw out those positive vibes, it hits people and you're like, oh, this is great. I feel good about myself. Yeah. You know, so um, so thank you to anyone who's reading this or reading this, anyone who is uh, hearing this and has left a comment for me to read or, or message. Or I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you know, there's always a ways to get through the bad times. Uh, and I don't have the answers for all of it. I, even for me, uh, I've been going through some bad times. I have reasons to just totally spiral out and be like, fuck everything. And, um, I know proportionally there's like this, this one tool that I got like early on where it was like, Oh, if you ever feel bad, just picture somebody who's doing less fortunate than you. And, you know, you feel better. And so I know that whatever I'm going through, that somebody's going through something much worse, but that doesn't mean that I can't be validated in the feelings that I have. You know what I mean? So that is what it is. And that's kind of why I'm leaving, why why I'm going, what the future holds for me personally. Um, you know, I started taking acting classes, so I'm loving that. Uh, just spoke with the homie. Um, we just talked about, both running um like taping half hours for ourselves which uh which would be great if we do do it and i think we will um i'm gonna be producing a show a private show and i you know i love producing stand-up shows and just getting back up and just doing stand-up with the new uh with kind of like a new outlook on things is, is really exciting for me um i do i mean i've said it before but like i really really want to write for tv like i've been inspired by uh, and it's crazy because I've been inspired by shows that don't have scripts, quote unquote. Like Kirby Enthusiasm doesn't have a script, but I think it's the funniest show, one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Um, I'm currently watching the other two, and that's a very inspirational show and how they move jokes along and their story and whatnot. It's it's really good. Um, check it out on HBO Max. And um, yeah, that's that's it. It's like I enjoy doing comedy i really really enjoy doing it and it's something i love to do and um confucius had this thing where he said if you love what you do if you if yeah if you love what you do you never work a day in your life right and when i heard that the first time like so if you love what you do you never work a day in your life oh that sounds amazing what would i love to do and how can i figure that you know and i was like in that brain and for me, it was comedy, making people laugh, making people feel good. I'd feel good, and I'd go out, make people laugh. It's great, it's great, it's great. And then the thing happens where it's like, okay, but what, what happens when you bottom out, right? Like, if I need to feel good in order to make others feel good, then what happens when I don't feel good? Can I make other people feel good? Can I make them laugh? And then that becomes a different thing. Even with writing, it's a thing of like, okay, so you want to write and you're writing and you're making these things so you can say, oh, I made these things and I, I want to put some fire into it. But even with my whole, uh, I was talking about this earlier, so it's, it's fresh in my brain. But even when I did Can't Stop and I did that as a web series, it was something I was just like, hey, I just want a writing job. Like, yo, I can write. I don't I don't think you guys know I can write, but hey, I can write. Check this out. And from that, it was like more acting stuff and not really a lot of writing stuff. But I was just like, hey, listen, I'm writing, I'm acting, I'm 
kind of low key producing it with uh with Justin Justin Hartog and Ronnie Fleming like I'm doing this like can you see me can you see me and you know 5 years later it's like oh yeah look at me I'm being seen but as of now I don't feel seen and that is no fault of anyone else it might be like people just sleeping on me, right? But then the other part of it is like maybe I'm not being awake, walking around and being like, yo, look at me. And why am I not doing that? You know, like I've had this podcast for so long and I've, and I've posted and I was doing it, but I wasn't like really like, yo, look at me. Look at this podcast. Look what I'm fucking doing. Everybody's like, yo, your podcast is great. But I wouldn't be like, yeah, look, look, champion. And um, a part of it is not like staring you know shine from the spotlight it's just like the content to me is so fucking personal and my ego was like yo you can talk about this shit you can cheer go ahead get out there do your thing do your thing mike kill him kill him right but then as i'm sharing i'm like yo this is so much of me a lot of this is me this is this is weird man this is weird and, and like for what like you like how do you feel after so that's why I'm just I'm wrapping this part of it up. But I do think I'm going to come back because I do love talking on the mic. I think I do have a good flow when I'm talking about things that I care about. I do want to talk about things that uh, interest me and that are not too close to me. I think that was a key that I never got because uh, sometimes I don't like asking for help. And I just go and I just make I just create and I just do um, out of be it out of spite, out of fear, whatever the hell. But I'm like, hey this is a thing that I'm passionate about. Let me talk about it. But I didn't like sit back and be like, wait a minute. Do I really want to talk about this shit? Do I really want to do it? So, um, I don't regret it at all, but I do think it's time to just stop. (laughs) It's time to stop and do other things. And, um, I feel like that's something that I've been debating for a long time. Like, okay, if you stop doing this, what are you going to do? It's like, well, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it happen. And, um, I, I do have things that I want to do and I'm going to stop getting in my own way. And I've talked about that before and not that the podcast is in my way, but me not being able to let go and continue on to do what I need to do to be great has been affecting me. So that's just honest truth where I'm at. So that brings me to Michaela Cole, right? So she just won an Emmy for outstanding writing on a limited TV series And she had one of the most incredible speeches I ever heard. And in the speech, she talked about disappearing. Writing for a limited or anthology series or movie goes to Michaela Cole. Thank you so much. 
Uh, thank you to the members of the Television Academy. Can you hear me? Okay, thank you so much. I just wrote a little something for writers, really. Um, write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel uncertain, that isn't comfortable. I dare you. In a world that entices us to browse through the lives of others to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves, and to, in turn, feel the need to be constantly visible. For visibility these days seems to somehow equate to success. Do not be afraid to disappear from it, from us, for a while, and see what comes to you in the silence. So the speech happens, right? <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, yes, you can disappear. The numbers don't mean anything. This doesn't mean anything. <laughs> And it hit me in a way because I'm like, yo, I've felt that and lived that for so long and forgot about it. It was something that I truly believe like, yo, you don't got to be out like that. Like, man, fuck everybody to do what you got to do. Work on your own time. And I stopped doing that. And I don't know why I stopped doing that. And then when I remember that you could do it, I think I was scared of doing it. You know, I had taken a break before with the podcast and I did this whole thing like, yo, I'll be back. I'll be back better than ever da, 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 because my ego was still like, all right, you can come back. Don't let this podcast die. Keep it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. And now I'm like, yo, there's so many things just in life that I need to get right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that I'm I'm being respected out here the way I feel that I should be. And. I feel that I should be because of what I'm capable of, but I'm also not proving what I'm capable of. So now I'm just want to shut up and, and get to work. And I know everybody gets to this point sometime in their life. And I think you should, if you, if you're not, if you're listening, just, just hold on to this. Everybody at some point in their life gets to a point where it's like, yo, I'm just going to shut up and work. And when I'm not working, I'm hanging with the homies, but I'm shutting up and working. Right. And Everyone gets to that point whenever they want to get to that point. I feel like I'm getting to this point right now, and I feel like it, it is later than usual. But, you know, for me to get to this point with where I'm at, I guess, uh, career and talent-wise, like, thank God I was blessed with, with just, like, immense talent so I can, like, exist. But the other side of it is, like, yo, the work. And hard work beats talent every time. So it's just time to just shut up and get to work. Like, I don't need to talk about my mental health or just talk about mental health in a way that I've been doing for so long. You know, I think, uh, I think in the, the best case scenario, the way I would do this podcast would be, I would be aligned with a, uh, a company that would provide, uh, researchers, a producer, uh, and just the, uh, you know, like just, just guests and all these things. So all I would have to worry about quote unquote, it's just being talent, just getting on the mic, talking about what I got to talk about, um, having the information, interviewing whoever I'm interviewing, and also breaking down like news stories and topics and things like that. That would be the best, best version of the show, which I thought the show could grow to. And I would love if the show could have grown to that point. Um, instead, what I what I got was a really dope producer in a dope space. Um, and I also think that me saying all these things that I probably, that I would want in a best case scenario, these things I didn't know when I first started, but, um, 
now that I do know that, it's like, okay, this is where it's at, but do I also have the will to do it? You got to be honest with yourself, and I just don't have the will to do it right now. Um, and that's just that's just where it's at. So I'm going to do the disappearing thing. I'm just going to go away and just work, and I'll come back, and you see me while I'm working. Other than that, you know, you see me when you see me. Peace, you know? But it felt really good to be seen. It felt really good to be heard. It feels really good to have put something that I'm proud of out into the world. And um, I did not do this alone. I did not do this alone. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank Kira for uh, for helping me and just hearing out this crazy idea for a podcast and for her uh, championing me when I first started doing this and saying like, Hey, this is the thing that I want to do. Um, I, I really, really, really appreciate, appreciate you. Uh, I want to thank Jay Wesley for helping me out in understanding things about discipline and even just like the growth that he's going through. Check out the Jay Wesley collection, by the way. Um, seeing, seeing his growth, seeing him, do his podcast, seeing all the moves that he's made. It's really inspiring. And I'm I'm so proud, honored and, and humbled to call him one of my friends and like a brother from another mother. It, it, yeah. I, thank you, bro. I love you, man. Um, I want to thank Chris Morrow from loudspeakers network. I, I am so honored to be a part of the legacy that was built at the station um i'm aware of any kind of like podcast network beef for drama whatever blah, blah. but what you and combat jack have done has created a platform for black media podcasters comedians artists to thrive and a platform for us to have a voice. And this was before a lot of companies were hip to it, quote unquote. And it wasn't because it was like a diversity play. It was just like, oh no, we have something to say. So I really, I really appreciate, appreciate that. I appreciate you taking a chance on this podcast. And um, even when it, when I thought it was time to go, uh, originally you were just totally cool about it understanding about it you're you're a good businessman you're a great dude thank you i appreciate you um i also want to shout out to kid fury thank you so much for uh for just believing in me for just being a genuine person just being a genuine person i i i, I truly truly feel that um i know that this wouldn't have happened without you and i, I really appreciate i really appreciate you for that um i want to appreciate and put out a big shout out. <sighs> huge shout out. A huge, huge shout. Like I <sighs> man. Engineer Chris T, man. I wanna Man, doing doing the first few episodes of the podcast, you know, um, you know, there was bumps and in, in, all this stuff in a row. But, like, when I would go into the studio, when I go to Wall Street and Chris was there behind the boards, like, 
it just it was smooth like butter. Like make sure to check those episodes out. Um, your energy, your vibe was was amazing and incredible, and really helped me get my footing in doing this podcast thing. Um, even when I would go off the rails after we would stop recording, and like those fifteen minutes after or the fifteen minutes before the show, just cracking up and just talking about comedy and all that, like. Yo, I, I appreciate you and everything that you've done for the podcast. This podcast wouldn't be what it is without you. Um, the the listeners appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to give a big shout out to everyone who has done the podcast, to all the guests who've ever been on this podcast. There's there's so many to name, and all of them are phenomenal. I think you should go back and check out every podcast episode, especially the one with the guests. But thank you to the guests because um, it does take a lot to go um, at the time, like, you know, coming into the studios before COVID. So you'd come into the studio and have that conversation face to face. And I think it was a great conversations. Um, and being able to share some of your stories with me and to uh, just to have an open, honest conversation and just know like it's it's all love and to just be able to, to talk and play in that space of mental health and looking at it like, all right, we going to talk about this thing so people can be better after listening to this. I really, really, really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all, all of you. Um, I also want to, I mean, and I, I don't want to miss anybody. Like I, I really should do like a thank you list. I'm just, I'm just spitballing right now, but, um, I'm not going to say last but not least because I just don't like that phrase. Um, <laughs> I want to thank. Oh. I want to thank all my friends who've listened to the podcast who haven't hit me up that they've listened to the podcast. I want to thank y'all. Um, and the ones who have hit me up, I want to thank y'all, but the ones who didn't hit me up, I want to thank you because, um, I know that sometimes like when supporting something, you just kind of like just do it and you don't know if it means anything or whatever, but like you've gotten access to me or another side of me that like, I don't know if y'all had access to without this. So, uh, (laughs) thanks for that. Uh, I want to say a big, big thank you. And one of the biggest thank yous to everybody in the You Goody Mob. Everybody who's listened to this podcast from the inception, who's checked it out, who was waiting for it on Wednesdays, who uh who was there from the beginning of it when, you know, there there was just, you know, intro and interviews to going through the COVID era, through my spiraling to me getting myself together. I wanna say thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for listening. Like Fuck, I'm so I'm so excited and 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 happy that you listened to the podcast and humbled and all the positive attributes, all the adjectives I could put to it. Like, thank you for that. Um, I also want to thank Jess for uh, opening up uh, space for me to record and for giving me um for giving me encouragement on some days when I wasn't trying to do this podcast. I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Um. And last but not least, I want to thank God. <laughs> I say it as a, you know, man, I want to thank God, man. Um, think, you know, through God, all things are possible. I don't, and when I say God, 
I'm referring to the God that I feel that I've grown to know. The God that I was first introduced to through the Bible and have learned more about God and the universe just through living life. I want to thank, I want to thank God, um, for getting me through this podcast. (laughs) Like, thank you for getting me through this podcast and being at a point right now where I can put an end to the chapter and a closing to the chapter and not feel like it is the end of everything, but is just the end of this chapter and being okay with it. Um, and I wouldn't be shit if I didn't, I want to thank my therapist. I want to thank my therapist. I'm not going to say your name because you know, I got to keep boundaries, but I want to thank you. Thank you for listening to me, encouraging me and, um, for letting me just bug out. And it's not like letting me bug out. Like, like it's, it's, it's your job, but like for you to give me that space so I don't feel like I am losing my shit and to be intuitive enough to challenge some of the beliefs that I've had to make me push myself to grow into a better person. I really appreciate that. And none of that could have been done without you. So, um, that work that was done in therapy, I think was reflected on some episodes of this podcast. And I really appreciate you for that. Um, and lastly, I want to thank myself (laughs) because I did it. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. You know, um, if you like the podcast, you know, like I always say, rate, review, subscribe. You can leave a, 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 a note for me at the end of the podcast. If you want to do that, you can leave a note for the, uh, the listeners in the reviews. You can be like, Hey, check out this episode, such and such. It's, it's the one, whatever, you know, um, and you can leave an encouraging piece of advice for, uh, people who might be going through it. Leave your favorite quote, whatever you want to do, put five stars, please. If you don't want to, then just don't do it. But um, check it out. Um, I am going to keep the You Good pod page up on things, but I'm going to private it. So, um, you know, that's up just so you know. And um, if you want to continue to follow me to see what I'm doing, which I hope you do, um, I'm still going to be online at You Good. Ooh, see, see that? Yo, Mike Brown. I'm going to be around at Yo, Mike Brown if you want to follow me um, on the socials. And I won't be on the socials as much. I know I've said that before, but... I, after a a talk I had today, I just don't think that I will be on there just personally on there. Like, I'm just going to use it as a tool just to share what I'm doing, which everybody should be doing if you are in entertainment. But I've also been like, I had it as like a personal slash professional page, but I'm only using it professionally. And um, if you want to just stay in touch with and stay updated with what I'm doing, just check me out at Yo Mike Brown on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that, all that social media, good stuff, all my professional stuff is going to go up on there. And, um, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Oh, bonus. So I'm not a big birthday person, right? Um, but my birthday's tomorrow. I'm not a big birthday person. My birthday's tomorrow. Um, I talked about how last year for my birthday, I didn't think I was going to be here. Like, I was just like, ah, this is it. This year for my birthday, um, I am feeling just like meh about it. 
because it just doesn't feel important to me. But I am going to make sure that I do something for myself to celebrate myself. And uh, closing this chapter of the podcast is something that I'm doing for myself for my birthday. So this is part of my, you know, my honoring myself for my birthday and celebrating myself. And I think it's important that we do, you know, love ourselves and celebrate ourselves and all those things. And um, this is an active act of me doing it. So um, thank you for being part of that piece of it, right? And the last bit, I was telling you about this book flow. I was telling you about the book flow. Get the book, get the book, get the book. I'm going to break this down chapter by chapter by chapter by chapter. And every time I was doing these episodes, I'm like, man, this stuff is too dense for me to just talk about. Like, it's just it's just too fucking dense. I need a whole team of people to break some of this stuff down. Like, it, it's it's so it's so good, though. It's so good. But what I think that I missed when I was talking about it was that flow the optimal experience the main crux of it is that you can determine and make your own happiness but on the same side you can determine and make your own sadness right so i think that's important to know you can make your own happiness you can make your own sadness you got to make it you got to do it you got to choose it and for me i think with going through this podcast and even with the book when I was when I was reading it when I was like oh you got to read this book I don't want to be one of those people who are trying to sell you happiness I'm not trying to sell you hey everything's gonna be great everything's gonna be great even though it's like my, my vibe and like my, my positivity when I get in that bag it's like yo it doesn't fucking matter we're gonna win sometimes you need the tangible evidence of that but if you don't got it you don't got it anyway we're gonna win we're gonna win right if you can make your own happiness, you can make your own sadness as well. And I think it's be, it's good to be aware of that. And if you're not making, you're just existing in the moment. And I think sometimes that's just cool too. So I know that I have been talking about how I was going to break this book down. But what I did, and this is for the you good section of the podcast. That's right. I didn't forget. You good. The section of the podcast where I share things to make, you know you good like hey this is something that you can have that you can take on your journeys and you can be better as a person on today's you good portion of the podcast i found something on youtube which is like a five minute seven minute video where the author not the author of the book himself but the uh the poster i should say the creator of the video breaks down this whole book like the eight principles in like five minutes it's so good it's quick and um, you should check it out. I'm going to put it at the end of this podcast so you can just listen to it here. But if you want to watch it, which I think it's better to have the audio visual experience, you can check it out. I'm going to have a link in the description for this episode so you can check it out, you know, um, and definitely check out the book. And I will also say Vex Kings, Good Vibes, Good Life is another good book just, just to have in your library, you know, and check it out. That's like a nice quick read that you have when you want. But, um, Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the journey. I hope you're good. I really hope you're good. And if not, you can be good. You can do things to get yourself right and be better. As for me, I'm good.
Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, and that's by the way how you say his name, dedicates a big part of the book to this idea that a person can make himself happy or miserable regardless of what is actually happening outside just by changing the contents of consciousness. And he goes on to quote Epictetus and Marcus Aurelius and Viktor Frankl, so this idea isn't something new. It's been around for millennia now, but recently we've been able to gather more data on it. And I've talked about this idea ad nauseum by now, so I won't go into detail with it. I've talked about it in my videos about meditations and man's search for meaning and many other videos, but to touch on it briefly, people have this idea that if you just had a bigger house, you'd be happy. If you just had a nicer car, you'd be happy. If you just had a lot of money, you'd be happy. But that's just not how happiness works. Here's a graph adjusted for inflation that shows a period of about half a century where personal income tripled but it didn't really affect how happy people were. After some basic point where your basic needs have been met, buying an even bigger house isn't the way to happiness. It's about changing the contents of your consciousness. So how can we change the contents of our consciousness? One of the best ways to do this is to put ourselves in a state of optimal experience called flow. Csikszentmihalyi describes flow as the state in which people are so involved in an activity that nothing else seems to matter. He goes on to say that concentration is so intense that there is no attention left over to think about anything irrelevant or to worry about problems. Self-consciousness disappears and the sense of time becomes distorted. And you've probably experienced this before and it's absolutely one of the best feelings in the world. If you're working on your business, you might be so focused on what you're doing that 12 hours might pass and you have no idea. All of a sudden you look up and you realize you haven't had any food, you haven't thought about anything else. The only thing that you could focus on was your business. And the same thing applies to so many other activities, whether you're a rock climber focused on climbing your new record or a master pianist composing your new masterpiece. It's an amazing feeling. You're so immersed into what you love doing, into what you're really good at, that your brain simply can't focus on other things. You're not worrying about stupid things. You're not regretting what you did yesterday or stressing about what you'll do tomorrow. It's absolutely one of the best feelings in the world. So, if we look at the flow diagram, here's how you put yourself in the state of flow. You don't want what you're doing to be too challenging, otherwise you'll have anxiety. You don't want what you're doing to be too easy for your skills either, otherwise you'll be bored. But it's when you balance these two that you end up in the flow channel. You're striving towards the upper right corner constantly. You increase your challenge, you get better. You get better, you increase your challenge. And the more you move toward that direction, the more intense the state of flow gets. So this is not really a how-to book, but our goal should be to find what it is that we love and then keep getting better at it and keep making it more challenging. Or in other words, the main goal is to spend as much of your life as you possibly can in the state of flow because that is where you find this unbelievable ecstasy. And Csikszentmihalyi gives an example of the Indians in the Shuswap region of Canada who would settle down in a place filled with resources and life was good and they had everything they needed. They had all the food and fish where they were, but the elders would make sure that the entire village would just pack up and move to a new location every 25 or 30 years. This way they knew they would have new places to explore and hunt and fish and new challenges to overcome. And it's a great story to keep in mind when you think about how most people just want to settle down in front of their TV for the rest of their lives. 
And in a lot of my videos, I criticize being in front of the TV all night or spending your entire day on your Facebook feed. And I often get people who tell me, well, what if that makes the person happy? And the answer is, sitting on Facebook all day will not make anyone genuinely happy. If you pick a person who spends his entire day in front of the TV, he's probably not going to be the most exciting, happy, ecstatic person. So let's take a look at the graph again. Looking at your Facebook all day or watching TV puts you in the lower left corner of the graph, which is known as the area of apathy. There's no challenge involved. There's no skill involved. You're apathetic. And when you're not completely apathetic, you're probably sitting there bored or worrying about everything there is to worry about. So move away from that. Move away from the boredom, apathy, and worry, and move towards ecstasy, which is what you'll experience when you hit the state of optimal experience called flow. And last but not least, I want to thank PVD and 8th One, also known as Lux DeVille, for letting me use their music for each and every episode of the podcast, Get It Together. Check their album out, Lux DeVille. It's amazing. And also, shout out to Lincoln, because he's being a good dog today and wasn't making much noise for the podcast. Peace. I am not emo, nor am I Nino, but I'm something to watch, like you put down the remote, me and PVD go, all like water in is 40 below, and keep it 100 like a C-Note, on the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, and Tim Tebow, the best collaboration of a white dude and a Negro, ha 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 he he no, okay, hooray, an alternative to listening to that all day, blood in, blood out, like it always, the soiree never ends, better artists cause we better men, six years and counting, If I forget it, then I got some insurance. KO got the distro. Peace to elementality. We kill it every time, but leave no casualties. Change the attitude and 
an opportunity will copy been doing it too long to be treating it like a hobby at the point of no return like where did we hide the body never coming sloppy so how could you knock me when we transcend boundaries like fence hopping in texas for successes that will nauseate the exes but even they respect the fact that we are tried and tested now some are gonna sleep many are gonna front many will let it pass because they don't know what they want because if they're not force fed it then you can forget it serve them on a silver platter don't be shocked if they reject it you can't win them all but you gotta win the right one so haters take an l like you just got your license from the lux deville lux lux deville the undisputed truth like spike and mike tyson <laughs>